0: Hey, hey, hey! What's up, lad familiar? You crazy football loving nutters. This is Ray Hudson, and you are luxuriating in listening to the Inter Miami podcast with a stupefyingly magnificent Jay and Alex. Two lads who are as electrifying as a hairdryer thrown into a hot tub. Stay tuned, because you know what it's gonna be?
1: It's gonna be magisterial! With an amplifier!
2: The goal scorer morgan and he's done it again lewis morgan with a second of the match he won't have oh, a
0: goal. He and top it's a sensational first goal for gonzalo iguaín
1: <sighs> i gotta call my insurance guy and have him cancel that life insurance policy i took on you about a week and a half ago it's not gonna pay out
2: bud your boy's back your boy's back in one piece Pretty excited to be back thawing out here in south florida you actually owe me five bucks from the last show too what the hell what did i bet you on i don't remember you bet me that inner miami did not have four goals or more in a game
1: oh five dollars we're set on okay i can do that i think originally it was like five thousand so yeah i'm good with five dollars i will pay that out uh and in she but you knew so you would get like five million of them and it'll equate to five dollars what's up everyone welcome to the near miami podcast i am jay kington alongside back in the studio back off the skis back away from danger mr alex papa george also have than harrington in tow what's up Than? how we doing
0: yo what's going on guys how you guys doing you know uh unfortunately unlike alex i am still like frozen tundra Mm -hmm. i'm i'm pretty cold i'd like to be in the warmer weather but uh hey it's what it is it's gonna be the same story day in day out
1: for me yeah you live in that world but you, but that was your choice. You, you chose that that pain you masochist.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean it is what it is at this point. I'll hopefully be down there but uh, not anytime soon. so it's Very what it good. is.
1: Very good. Well, the much anticipated episode of all the transfers is about to roll out. But before we get started, just a couple of things we want to discuss some news around uh, the club and the podcast. want to do start by shouting out all of our listeners. Everyone in the Discord, we are continually grateful for just even taking the time out of your day to listen to a couple idiots ramble on and on. Alex is just smiling at me, looking disconnected from the world. Uh, We did hit a big milestone. We did cross over the 60 mark we are now listened to in 61 countries encroaching on uh, a big goal as far as listeners' goal. We will update that once we cross that threshold. And uh, of course, some big news. We are, what, 29, math, (laughs) 19 days away from our home opener against the Chicago Fire on February 26th, starting at 6 p.m. We know that first game is going to be a blast, an absolute blast. If it's anything like the open practice, it was so good seeing everyone again, seeing uh, the Vice City boys, seeing the Southern Legion, seeing the siege just bouncing around, chatting up. So good to see everyone back in person, everyone getting back into the swing of things. So make sure that you get to the stadium a little bit early. But if for some reason you can't make the stadium, open up your Instagram because we got a little present coming. Do we officially decide on Instagram? Is that it? Mm, we will revisit this let's just, don't give them the good news don't be such a debbie downer
2: how could i be a debbie downer right now i'm still in one piece and i don't know where my invite was to the winter olympics but i'm right here in south florida <laughs> oh, baby God, you would die <laughs> <laughs> anyway jay is eluding to the fact right now that inner miami podcast or impc productions is going to take a road trip down the road to Fort Lauderdale Stadium and have a live show right outside the stadium for our very first game. It's gonna be exciting. It's a long road trip, bud. It's a long road trip. Well, with you driving, All we don't know how long it's gonna take. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
1: that's a scary
2: drive there. I
1: maybe have taken a wrong turn before, even though I've been there a hundred
2: times. I think what you're trying to say is you may have taken a wrong turn every time we've gone.
1: No, that's not fair. But yes, we already do have the equipment. We uh, yeah, are live shows. Going to be fun. Going to be fun. And do you want to
2: maybe talk about what we might be doing potentially afterwards at the game? Wow, you want to roll into that right now? Well, there's some more big news for all the fans out there, but we cannot disclose this drop just yet. Just know that before the season, Inter Miami Podcast is going to have one hell of an announcement. We are close to signing our first sponsor to the show. And you know, this is a fan favorite. So, you know, that's the that's all really you can give right now. More to be said next episode. So stay tuned. Is it dolphin carpet and tile? That's a fan favorite. They sponsor everything. It's not Cafe Busello, which unfortunately they didn't return our calls. Oh,
1: bummer. Oh, well, we'll still rip it. We won't hold a grudge. It's fine. Uh, We do have some uh, brief updates on the preseason escapades of the club. Uh, Everyone knows what happened against La U, the glorious uh, 4-0 thrashing, but then kind of getting slapped back to reality from other actual MLS teams. We did have a closed-door scrimmage against Montreal Club de Foot, and we lost 2-1. With a goal from Gonzalo Higuain. Now I know everyone's kind of like freaking out, but hey, look we we already knew what it was. Like Rome has been burning for two years. Like we're just here at the bar having a good time. It's gonna take time and it's gonna take patience. So don't look too much into all this. I've uh, probably got some players debuting for the first ever time, first ever game. So you know, take some take a step back, but just appreciate the good things that we're seeing in the games.
0: Yo, know I just wanted to say, I ended up watching the highlights of that, and uh, it just solidifies my point that Drake Callender should not—and I mean not—be our goalkeeper. Uh, I'm fairly certain that, you know, you know, Alex on his skis could have saved both of those shots that went in. Like they it, it was ugly it was ugly mr x games himself over there could have saved almost bo- probably
2: both of those so. i mean I, I got versatility right now like i, I got fast motion fast feet fast I, hips tips. i can
1: att- i kind attest to that because i'm sure most of the time he was like laying in a horizontal
2: horizontal position just sliding down the mountain yo horizontal no joke though no joke your boy was like your boy felt kind of comfortable out there on the blues and I even hit a few blacks but there was this one time at whoa, it whoa whoa buddy <laughs> Get your mind mind out of there, sir. (laughs) can't say things like this in 2022. So your boys flying down the mountain actually got clocked at 38 miles per hour, which I was pretty damn happy about if I do say so myself. I was looking like motherfucking Sean White out there on some skis. That's
1: a solid 20 miles per hour more than you should be going on any device. You're absolutely
2: right. You should have seen my face as I was flying (laughs) down this mountain, or shall I say my smile from cheek to cheek just blowing in my face. But anyway... I get down to the end of the mountain and keep in mind, I've been like standing up the whole time. Like I haven't fallen too much, maybe like a couple times or so, but I started to get a little cocky. I started to get Mm. a little arrogant and I started Started to lose my confidence a little bit. And, you know, I just made it down off this beautiful, beautiful back backwoods run and right before i get to kind of the ski lift right the gondola at the bottom of the mountain you know i did a final turn and when i did i clipped the back of my skis together and probably <laughs> flew 10 feet in mid-air superman style to the point uh-huh. that my head hit first and my helmet flew off uh-huh. it was buckled up it flew off at that point everyone's rushing over to me like dude are you okay like what are you are you okay man and I spit out the snow, and I said, "I was fine." Mm-hmm. You, Robbie Robinson, yourself. No one was around you, and you clipped your own heels. I think Robbie so, would have been proud of that moment.
0: <laughs> so that's why you're in a good mood because you're still concussed. We understand. We <laughs> <know
2: that. laughs> Listen, there was three seconds that were a little blacked out.
1: His pupils are mad dilated right now. He's gonna he's gonna say the same story like four times over before we get through all this. But uh,
2: I actually have a video for you too that I haven't shown you yet that you're right. really gonna like.
1: All right. Once you share it, they take it, throw it on, throw it on Twitter, throw it on Instagram, or something. Expose this man for the for the scrub he is for the X game star. Man. <laughs> yeah, I would I would love to see you go down like the mobiles and just like rip your knee out of socket. Moguls, moguls. And I did and no, I it's moguls, isn't it? Moguls. Oh,
2: let's, go, let's go ahead. and Use Google. Oh. I'll bet you five dollars. No, I'm done betting you five dollars <laughs> for anything. I'm done with this. I'm done with this, bro. <laughs> All right, let's get to the
1: to the body let's get to the meat of this hamburger we're rolling with today we're talking about transfer we're talking about the biggest overhaul in mls history you could run that honestly with probably most leagues and it still might might be the most i think what i'm losing count 18 departures or something like that and an arsenal of acquisitions and you know we're still promised a couple more They are they are willing to die on the hill that is we're getting an exciting number 10 we'll see that's looking closer and closer to the summer window, but then why don't you just take us from the top on our newest acquisitions?
0: All right, so we're going to start off with the one that everybody seems to be the most excited for. I know uh, I am for sure. It's uh, Leonardo Campana. He's uh, our 21 year old Ecuadorian American, and he's coming in from the best league in the world, the EPL. He uh, played with Wolverhampton Wanderers, and he's going to be a center forward. Uh, He actually played a little bit of time in the Swiss league with grasshopper club Zurich. He played 15 games. He had three goals and 663 minutes of action. And he does have a little bit of national team experience with Ecuador. So he's going to bring some valuable experience, not only in the hardened uh, league that is the EPL, but a little bit of national team experience, which should help guide some of these younger
1: players. I'm looking forward to it. Yes. He, uh, he is going to slay South beach. He, he, like he like man i I got a fiance and a child i'm comfortable with my sexuality this dude is a great looking dude he's he's like a better looking alex papa george Whoa. And much more talented with his feet. I guarantee it. Big, big things that we are hoping to see from Leonardo. But the other big one that we got, which uh, everyone seems to be very excited about, is Emerson Rivaldo. He is 21 years old. He is a Colombian. He transferred from Millionarios in the Liga de Mayor, which is the Colombian league, for $2.7 million. He's a right midfielder. He can also switch it up and play left mid and left wing right wing pretty versatile kind of seems like a maybe a slightly more attack minded breck with all the versatility as far as stats go with millenarios he had 53 games eight goals eight assists in 3675 minutes of play alex divide that by 90 how many games is that 23. i'll take it not gonna fact check it anyway move it
0: all right up next john mota 28 year old brazilian How are you feeling about them Brazilians,
1: Jay? Give me all of them. All the canarinhos in the world, bring them here.
2: I think you talked this into reality, Jay. You really did. You've been talking about this for probably like three years, and I know we've been doing it for two. I got a bottle of the Florida water. I got
1: some sage. I got a sweet tapestry that I lay out on the floor, man. I I am willing this. I am willing this into the club.
2: Well, you, you had success.
0: All right. And that's your, uh, commercial from Witch Dr. J. All <laughs> right. So Judd Mota, he transferred in from Santos. They haven't produced anyone big recently, uh, from Campanado Brasiliario, Syria. I am going to butcher every one of those. I promise you that going forward Not too bad. Uh, uh, that is hey, appreciate that. Hey, uh, so it's the top league in Brazil. Uh, we believe it was for about $500,000. He's going to be a central midfielder and he's actually really versatile during his time at Santos. He played cam central defensive mid, and he also had a couple games at left back, which that one kind of threw me for a loop. Uh, in 207 games of Santos, he had 10 goals and 20 assists in about 11,000 minutes of play. Uh, again, he's going to be that ex- exciting central midfielder that we need. Uh, definitely was our one of our weakest spots from last year.
1: I think the partnership between G-Mota and uh gregory is going to be something that will only get better as this season goes on and i agree with you much needed addition uh moving forward to mr christopher mcveigh 24 years young i love the injection of youth by chris anderson it is beautiful he is swedish and american look at that transfer from if elfsborg in the alvinsken which is a Swedish league for, we assume, $500,000, somewhere around that. It's very tough to get actual numbers. MLS is very uh, closed door with all of that. They're closed door about way too much, in, in my humble opinion. Uh, plays as right back, can also run you know center back or right mid if needed. Uh, Stouts, stats with uh, Elfborg, 41 games, one goal, one assist, almost 2,800 minutes of play.
0: All right, up next, we got Ariel Lassiter. 27 uh, year old, Costa Rican American, transferred from Houston for about 100,000. Left winger, also plays center forward and right winger. And in 35 games, he had about three goals and one assist. Uh, I believe Ariel is going to be one of those ones that will be a good injection off the bench. Uh, he's going to add that pace that we're going to need late in games that we really needed last year uh, to help put some games to better help get back into the game to take some points away. So, uh, what are your thoughts on that?
1: I am very high on R.E.L. Lassiter. Uh, he has speed to kill. It's going to take, you know, we said it before, it's going to take some some time to really acclimate to the team and, and get comfortable in your role. But in the brief glimpse we got of him, that speed is unreal. It would not surprise me if he starts more games than I think we initially uh, expect, but a, a great addition. I, I like the wingers are bringing in a lot of energy. We could rotate them uh, depending on their, their levels of fitness or injury and stuff like that, but really, really happy uh, with this acquisition right here. And that moves us forward to, uh, to the man that, I'll tell you what, as far as acquisitions go, what's a better feeling than seeing the the fans of the team that you're pulling a player from get all get all pissy and, and and a little hurt over it. It's great because you know the big red flag is when people when you make an acquisition and the fans are like, oh great, you can have him, like good riddance. But no, we're talking about Bryce Duke. He's only 20 years old. He is an American and we're getting him from LAFC for around a hundred thousand. He's a central midfielder. He also played Cam and Center center forward when needed. No real MLS stats to report, but the 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 35, 25, whatever, 32, 52, whatever the damn fan base and LAFC is, very high up on this kid. This was someone they were trying to develop. So if we can continue that process, we could really see, you know, the 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 fruits of the that labor, so to speak, of maybe not this season, but you know, in the, the near term future, hopefully we get them where it needs to be. A lot of potential, which is what we're gonna have with a lot of these new acquisitions.
0: I I agree with you on that, and I think he's going to fit in well with the kids coming up from Fort Lauderdale. You know, George Acosta and Bryce Duke could be a solid midfield pairing for a few years if they can learn from the midfielders we have. Uh, It could lead to uh, a lot of, again, like Ariel, a lot of successful late-game substitutions that make or break our season, which, again, don't want to keep Harper on, but we needed a lot of these players last year, Mm -hmm. uh, which adds to the excitement. Uh, up next is one that I know the Discord is personally happy over. This one riled a few feathers up, and we may have gone down to <laughs> on Twitter. I may have irritated some folks on Twitter, but uh, Mr. DeAndre Yedlin, who wasn't coming to the club, by the way. Uh, he's 28 years old. <laughs> just, uh, just, just let it die out.
1: Just let it die out. Uh,
0: I'm letting the die out, but I had to get it one more time, right. Uh transferred from Galatasaray, the super league in Turkey uh, for free. Uh, he used right back also played right mid and in 36 games, he only had a goal and an assist, but the important thing to take away from this was that he has champions league, Europa league and us men's national team experience. That is, I don't care about the games he played. I mean, it, it's great and all he played for Galatasaray and Newcastle and, and whoever, but the Champions League and the Europa League experience is crucial for this young team.
1: I do agree. Uh, I mean, stud still 28 years old. The The best part, like we, we discussed his history last episode, you know, making his his name really in the 2014 uh, world cup when you locked down uh, Eden Hazard, you know, old Chelsea legend there, but he's, Again, 28. He still has plenty of years to play. It was a five-year deal. or sorry, four-year deal with a fifth-year contract option. What I really like about this is he's, he has a massive desire to become prominent on the, the U.S. men's national team again. So he's going to be giving tons of effort so he can get back onto that stage, and we're only going to reap the benefits from that. And you, you already said it. He's got the EPL experience, played at Tottenham, uh, went on loan at Sunderland, and then Newcastle, then Galatasaray. Uh, the likes of old legend Kazim Kazim, Google that. If you don't know what that is, watch some highlights. You're going to love it. Can't tell you how, like, I can't fully get it out in 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 the full sentence, how excited I am. I think this will be a massive addition to the club. I think you're going to start seeing a lot of Yedlin jerseys out there in the first few weeks of the season. Next on our list, Mr. Damian Lowe, 28 years old from Jamaica. Love me some Jamaica. Shout out all of our listeners from Jamaica. Uh, transferred from the uh, El Etihad Alexandria for free. He is a right back. Also can play center back if needed. Uh, stats as far as, you know, with El Itihad is 32 games, two goals, and almost 20 20- 800 minutes he does have jamaican men's national team experience he did get a red card in jamaica's last game you know you're gonna fit in here and enter miami just great on the back line because we're all about yellows and reds come on let's get that number one spot again and let's keep it moving
0: yeah, no joke. I was actually perusing Twitter during that game, and it popped up, said, oh, topics for Inter-Miami fans, things you might enjoy, things you might want to see. And it was Damian Lowe gets red card. I said, boy, sign him up. Let's yep. get him. That's our He's, man. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I can't honestly sit here and tell you I know too much about him. I haven't sat and watched a lot of his uh, tapes, but honestly, with a lot of these folks come in, I've been trying to not watch them, so I do not get some sort of high expectations and then get, my soul crushed. for, the, yeah, for yeah. the season.
1: So that's what we're kind of doing with this, right? We're, we're trying to remove as, as much speculation as we've given players in the past because it, it is so hard to tell off a highlight reel that's, you know, three, four, five minutes when you don't really see any of the mistakes made. But welcome to the squad. It, you know, we got to welcome our Jamaicans properly around here.
0: It's back. The soundboard is back. All right. Uh, so up next is probably the player I'm most excited about Uh shout out to the three, one, five, give it up for the Syracuse area code. He is a Syracuse orange alum. It is Mo Adams, 25 year old English Eritrean and come to find out Eritrea is actually a country in Africa. Didn't know that there's your geography lesson for the day. Tell him uh, where it is. Cause from- I was
1: confused. I was like, wait, what does that even mean? And then of course it's explained
0: okay all right my bad give them a geography lesson okay 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 god give me a second uh it's bordered by Ethiopia Sudan Djibouti and the Red Sea it's actually a very very tiny country uh so I mean don't really have a footballing history and there's not too much to tell other than that uh
1: beautiful country does that
0: satisfy beautiful country Does does that satisfy you
1: go and visit Eritrea Eritrea when you get a chance
0: uh, that's our new sponsor, actually, the country of Eritrea. <laughs> Visit Eritrea. <laughs> go places. There we go. <laughs> um, but he transferred in from Max Ramos FC. I'm sorry, Atlanta United for free. Uh, he is the central midfielder who also plays CDM. In 28 games, he had one goal, one assist in 844 minutes. Uh, big thing to take away from Mo is he was uh, – pretty impactful off the bench especially in the cdm role he didn't get a lot of chances to get up into the attack but he was able to lock down the midfield in pivotal moments for that atlanta team so uh Josef martinez could go up and do his thing and the attack could focus on what they needed to do and so alex's favorite goalie didn't have much to do from atlanta so uh yeah what do you got for that
2: he loves him some Brad on Alex- guzan. guzan guzan is not not my favorite He's probably like bottom three for
1: Alex. And there's reasons behind that. We're not going to get into it on the show. But, you know, hey, look, we did have an MLS Super Draft that we have basically yet to discuss. We did have four picks, and we have four new potential ballers. We don't know. Do we have the next Daryl DK? Do we? Who knows? Let's find out. We'll start with Ryan Saylor. He was our uh, the first pick. Uh, of the draft for us, and he's 24 years old, a little old coming out of college, I will say. He must have been a triple, triple masters or something, or just stayed on that frat lap like we did. Uh, but drafted from the University of Washington, he plays a center back. Had some decent stats at Washington: 22 games, six goals, two assists. That's what we want from defenders. If you can get up there and score, if you can pull some Ian Frey magic, the fans are going to adore you. Honors at Washington included in 2021 the Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year. He was a first-team All-American, just like Alex Papa George. He was an All-Pac-12 first-team. He was a three-time top-drawer soccer national team of the week, or on the national team of the week, rather, and a two-times college soccer news national team of the week player. Does have some tournament experience from the NCAA college soccer tournament so you know without too much speculation the highlight reel did look good and he looks like he does have some serious potential and again keep in mind we're trying to build out really kind of from the back now while supplementing some wingers in there
0: yeah, and I got to be honest, I did look up a tiny bit of him because the hype was so real about Ryan Saylor. And his turning experience includes a game-winning goal where he definitely has some springs for legs. They He got up. So between him, Mabika, whoever we're going to put in there, we're going to have some goal-scoring threats from our set pieces and all that. It's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, but moving forward, we have Justin Ingram. He's a 23-year-old American drafted from Loyola. He is a center attacking mid. And his stats while at Loyola uh, in 2021, he had 19 games played with seven goals, 10 assists. You like to see that. You have a good contribution from both ends. You got a good mix of goals and assists out there. Um, he actually does have D1 experience with Virginia as well before he transferred in. I believe huh. it was either after injury or he just lost out of his spot and wanted to go somewhere to play for his final two years. Uh, but he was two-time Patriot League midfielder of the year uh, in the spring 2021 season and the regular 2021 season. Uh, Remember there was two seasons because of COVID and whatnot, so they had two different seasons going on. Uh, They had two-time United soccer coaches first team, all-Atlantic region, two-time All-Patriot League first team, All-Patriot League second team in 2019, two-time preseason All-Patriot League team five-time Patriot League midfielder of the week, two-time Patriot League all-tournament team, and he has USA U-19 experience. Um, I I like the draft pick. My concern is with the amount of young midfielders we have, is he going to get lost in the shuffle? Or is he going to use his grit and determination from his time at Virginia to where he got to Loyola to now to rise above Uh, and be the uh, cream of the crop. There we go.
1: And keep in mind, there's a fair chance some of these players are going down to Fort Lauderdale CF to get some experience as well. So these are all possibilities, but like everyone's got a fighting chance, right? Everyone's fairly young on this team now, so anyone can make a name for themselves, and that's the competition that Phil Neville wants to see. Uh, Next acquisition in the Super Draft was Mr. Lucas Meek, 22 years old, also an American, drafted also from the University of Washington. What's their mascot? I can't even remember. Are they the Cougars? They're the
0: Huskies. The Huskies. They're the Huskies. Washington State is the Cougars.
1: There we go. I confused my Washingtons. There's just, you know, so many of them. Uh, Central midfielder. Stats over at Washington in 21, 2021 season was 12 goals. Jeez. Oh 12 games, four goals, five assists. Not a bad stat line. Another player coming in with some serious honors as well. Just in the 2021 season, all-region second team, all-Pac-12 second team, Scholar All-American second team, Scholar All-Region, Pac-12 academic honor roll. He's a smart cat. Top drawer soccer team of the week and college soccer news team of the week player. He does also have the NCAA tournament experience, just like his homie, Ryan
0: Saylor. I mean, the big thing to take away from this draft pick is if we can develop both him and Ryan, they already have the on-field chemistry together. It's going to make for uh, exciting football to watch between those two to maybe where we don't have to play Lob City FC from the back line to the front. And we can actually work our way through the midfield with precision, concise passing. Um, But that would be a welcome change. I don't know. I, I, I would love to see it personally. I would love to see it if we're able to get that up and running.
1: If you can. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. It's going to be interesting to see for sure. Now, the next one, I'm going to let you run with it, but I'm very, very high up on this uh, this guy. Um, I'm not sure that he will get a ton of playing time yet, but if he does, then we already <laughs> we already know who's going to be our set set piece specialist. This man has the boot.
0: Well, you know I'm high on this guy because it's another upstate New York boy. Tyler Bagley, he's 22-year-old American, drafted from the University of Andy Bernard. Go Big Red, go Cornell, baby. He had 16 games played for Cornell in 2021 with 14 goals, 7 assists, led to two honors and the Ivy League Player of the Week. He was the United Soccer Coaches Player of the Week, Top Drawer Soccer Player of the Week, and two-time Top drawer soccer team of the week. Uh, I have again not watched any tape on him. I have heard that he has a huge leg when it comes to set pieces, which is something that we will definitely need going forward. Because uh, I mean, everybody knows who who watched any of our games. Set pieces were horrific. Yeah, they were. They were scary. They they were they were below U six level set pieces, and we rarely do set pieces at U six. So. I mean, why, why don't you why don't you tell us why you're hyped up? What what got you hyped up?
1: It's the free kicks. This man can can straight drill free kicks and score off them. Like that that was a again. I don't want to get too much into the highlight reels, but you know, we was watching the the draft, so they are going to show some highlight clips. And from outside the box, it's man can curl them in. It's it's really impressive to see, and that's something that you're right. We like. It's embarrassing. It is. There's no other word for it. I think it was. Almost like what three quarters through the season before we were able to score on a set piece. It's been absolutely atrocious, and that's all over the field. That's whether you're you're, you're actually having a go and trying to score from a set piece. That's if you're a little deeper and trying to to you know just get a nice little in swinger, out into the box. We're missing those. We're not even accurate on our corner, so someone needs to really step up in the in the reins and take those. Uh, this season. So we can at least be potent on set pieces. Cause if you notice the best teams in the MLS have success on set pieces, it's a subtlety that needs to be there, but uh, that wraps up the super draft. Now we did get uh, a free signing. And I'm actually, I was pretty hyped about this. Cause I, I've, I've watched a, a bit of this player and uh, I I've liked what I saw over the previous two seasons, but he he came off of his contract and we're talking about Clement Diop. He is a 28-year-old Senegalese French goalkeeper, uh, previously played at Club de Foot, And look, I know you got your beef with with Calendar. Marsman is injured. We expect him to be back for the home opener, but if he's not, then I fully expect that Diop is sliding in there as the starting keeper. Uh, Won the Canadian championship with Club de Foot, Uh, It's MLS and Senegalese. Men's national team experience. I think this is a great addition to give us some depth on on, on the keeper level. I think this is a big step up from uh, big John McCarthy. You know, RIP, great guy, but we needed a little bit more talent, and I think we're getting it right here with Diop.
0: I can't say I was excited for the Diop signing. Uh, I mean, I didn't know of him. I did a little digging into his past uh, teams, and I saw how he left the club a few different times. Not on bad terms, he just... Played poorly. He didn't pull an Antonio Brown and throw his shirt up in the air, throw his gloves into the stands. They deuces him out. But he he led up some pretty <sighs> horrific goals that led to him being pulled. Maybe it's sometimes halfway through a game. Um, I mean, honestly, Nick Marsman, please come back, <laughs> get, get better real soon. Uh, I don't want, I mean, again, nothing against the kid. I don't want to see Drake on the first team field. So if I have to go with Clement, I'll I'll give him a chance. I just I I, I personally don't rate him like you do.
1: Oh well, I am I'm, I'm comparing him to to what we have with John McCarthy. And I think he, he's more talented uh than John McCarthy. So you know some bad but stuff even, has to happen for you to to go out of contract or, or not sign a new contract. Um I've I've seen you know I didn't watch every single game so I'm sure there there were mistakes that you could rightfully uh be critical over but He's a big guy, and from what I've seen, I have saw him make some, some decent saves. I, I don't think he's going to ever be the starter over um, Marsman, but we need some sort of backup that can uh, can stop goals. And, you know, seeing the, the highlights from the uh, the preseason game with Club DeFoot, uh, Collider is not going to be that guy right now until, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's something you can develop or if that was just a rough game you had, but uh, we'll take the additional depth on the back line.
0: I mean, you can't go chasing a guy outside of your box and let him dribble around you. I mean, I know we're not going to get into the highlights. We already talked about it, but I mean that had me fired up. I'm watching I'm like, why are you chasing this guy? You're not Manuel Neuer. You are not the sweeper <laughs> keeper. You are not getting this guy. And I mean, I don't know. I mean hopefully Komet does well. I'll give him a chance, but I mean he's 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 our only hope.
1: Some of life's biggest lessons are learned the hardest way. So maybe Drake learns from it, corrects it. And comes out here in Wilds all. We will see. Uh, but in addition to that, we did have uh, some call-ups from Fort Lauderdale CF in USL League 2. Now MLS next. And we're starting with our boy. This is kind of like, yeah, it's a call-up, a full-time call-up. We did have to call him up a couple times last season due to the hardship clause and really running out of bodies to even put on the field. But we're talking about our boy, Ame Mabika, the, the, the legend... From, this is painful. God, the legend from the University of Kentucky. I said it. I said it. Happy to have him on here. He's an absolute monster. We were like, we were laughing because the height. We've gained height on our back line compared to last season. It was like what five eleven was the average height, and now we're like six three. But even, even with all that height, he still towers over everybody, and he's mobile, and he's so much potential. So Amemiya. Welcome here. What I hope to be full time. We saw how this went last year with the call-ups that really just they sent him back down to Fort Lauderdale CF. But uh I'll take this all day. Run us through the next one. I know you're his biggest fan.
0: I am beyond excited that we have called up george acosta i was extremely nervous when i saw that he didn't get a contract where they were kind of letting them out on like out the pasture for a little bit to see what was going on um but you know george is going to add some very welcome depth to our midfield again i didn't miss a single fort lauderdale match this past year and every time we see to be in a big build up or a great run of form as a team george is out there pulling the strings it's it's gonna be awesome. He's he is the reason why I have hope for the future when it comes to our midfield. And I know it's a lot of weight to put on somebody's shoulders, but there's times, and I know he's still developing, but there's times that he plays above his years. He can find that pass through a crowded group. He can see the play almost two steps ahead. Uh, I I really really hope that he is able to pull through. Like I think he can, based off of what
1: I saw last year. Yeah, the the. the you're so high up on him. It makes me excited. And and I, I hope it, it's all just as you say. Well, we welcome them and, and we got to get these younger guys some experience. I would like to see some rotation as we find out really who the starters, who's, who's gelling best, who's got the best chemistry with who. But we need to, to start giving our young guys a shot. And that brings us to our next player. He's none other than the coach's son himself. We're talking about Harvey Neville, the most accurate not accurate crosser that scores goals on the team. Welcome. Happy to see what you can do this season. If you're, I don't know, three quarters, what your father was, you'll be an amazing, an amazing part of this team. Looking forward to it. And then we'll wrap up uh, these call-ups with the other one that you're extremely high up on and for good reason. And he is out here putting in the work and showing people why Van Harrington has been so high on this man.
0: So last year, if you guys were listening, I said Ian Frey was going to come into this team and he was going to provide a spark in that back line. And then his knee decided to prove me wrong. So after he had a rehabilitation of, I believe it was his ACL. I don't know if you remember off the top of your head. I believe it was ACL ACL. injury. Um, Ian is back. He looks better than ever. He's agile and he's scoring. He is scoring. I can't believe he's scoring. Uh, just gives us one more dangerous option. Uh, he plays with level head. He plays smart. He's not going to get those ticky-tack yellow fouls. Um, he'd rather outplay his opponent through his own mental game and abilities rather than just running through somebody. Not saying that he won't, but I think as he develops, uh, gets into his frame, builds up muscle, he's going to be a force in the back line. Uh, again, all assuming he's developed the way we think he will.
1: His goals have been impressive so far, especially the one against La U. I mean, the footwork <laughs> coming from a, a defender was, was very, very impressive. And last one, uh, kind of another one call up again is uh, Felipe Valencia. Uh, welcome back. Hopefully we keep you up here and don't send you back to Fort Lauderdale. Uh, this is going to be uh, good. I mean, I, I think Valencia and Ascona could be two of the more talented, you know, more attacking minded players that are going to be our homegrown players coming up from the academy or fort lauderdale cf so big things let's keep them on the first team if we can let's give them the experience if we can
0: the big thing for uh, felipe is he's got to stay healthy that's i found out that's why he was down last year where we were kind of wondering where he all went he uh got hit with that major injury bug and was never able to bounce back Mm -hmm. for the first team when he could have got valuable minutes so uh here's to the future here's to our really our first like big homegrown contract next to, uh, uh as Kona. So hopefully, hopefully he hopefully brings the heat this year.
1: Yep. Yep. And well, here's good news. We signed coach's favorite player, which is Victor Uyoya. re-signed him rather. I think he was maybe not on the team for like a handful of days before is re-signed. And then the other quick one, just to wrap this up is, uh, Jairo Quinteros is back uh, with the team after being off on loan with club Boulevard. Uh, a lot of people are very high on him. Uh, he, he is athletically gifted. Uh, he's back here. It's going to be impressive uh, to have what could be a, a pretty potential uh, weapon in defense for us. And, you know, that wraps up really all the new acquisitions. We uh, we left out Alex here just to kind of speed through this. We're going to bring Alex back in here. To, uh, get off your phone. How many NFTs have you bought since we've been doing this? 29. 29. There we no, go. he's
0: actually... He's actually drooling from the concussion over there. <laughs> that's before. what it is. He, he, he just knocked him. He's—he's
1: uh. He's over here trying to read Doctor Seuss. da. <laughs> man, that's that's. You're, that's you're my not boy. my son. Yeah, I don't. You're I not don't my notice, son, man. You're looking at me, but there's nothing behind those eyes. Um, Alex, go ahead and bring us to our uh, our fan questions so we can wrap up with a little bit of fun. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, he's, he's log off the the open sea, get back into it. Let me know. Are you ready?
2: All right, we're back. Are you
1: ready, big guy? Yeah. All right.
2: Yeah, I think so. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, fan <laughs> questions. First time fan questions. Boy, here we are. <laughs> I think you, you hit it on the
1: head, there. I, I, he is definitely concussed.
2: All right, fan question number one is, which of all the new players just mentioned on the team are you most excited about? George Acosta.
0: <laughs> Georgia Costa. It's got to be George. Um, if, if, if it's not somebody who's been in our, uh, you know, with Fort Lauderdale, I would have to say Mo Adams, just because I have the connection with him being from Syracuse and him playing up the road here in Reading, PA. Um, but yeah, Mo Adams has to be mine.
1: Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Lasser. I'm I'm kinda, I'm willing to die on this hill. Uh, from what I saw, like I, you did, that speed could be so deadly. And I know that you know a lot of people are, are kind of trying to put together how that 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 midfield or attack is gonna look, and that he might be coming off the bench. But keep it on him. He's someone. Uh, also, super super swaggy It's another one that's going to crush South Beach. But uh, I'm, I'm really excited to see him. I know that's against uh, you know the the previous hype I've brought
2: with some of the new signings, but I'm going to stick with him. Solid. Next question of the current squad: Who would you like to spend time with at a bar? Over- this is this is,
1: has to be unanimous. Who who you got then?
0: I, I want to hear who you got because I I don't want to be out of the loop on this. It's
1: obviously the dive bar king. It's Breck Shea himself. Like, come on. I'll rock around yeah. Bimini Bar with that more. There we go. Yeah, fans rocking the, the no, no step on snack uh, Breck shirt. And I mean, if, if it's anyone else, like, you probably don't really like to drink that much. Well, he, could mean, be, okay. he could be. He could not even drink.
2: What like, do you think Breck Shea drinks? Like, what's his drink of choice?
1: Jenny Light. Yeah,
2: Ginny light. Ly- I don't even know if they
1: have Ginny lights down here. Uh, yeah, probably like a Bush latte with like a sidecar of of like I don't know, whiskey.
0: It it's gonna be that new Mountain Dew hard seltzer they're bringing <laughs> out. <know, blast>. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Baja
1: Blast. It's just shotgun in Baja Blast. Alcohol. Yes. Okay. Very good. Very good. Uh, wh- who would yours be, bud?
2: <sighs> who is?
1: Do I need I to know. repeat the question? Maybe.
2: Um. I don't know. Who's who would I? <sighs> That's tough. I wasn't. I wasn't thinking I was going to answer these. Uh, sure. How about Breck Shea? Why not? Breck Shea seems like he'd probably be a pretty good guy. Unanimous. Unanimous. All right. Keep it moving, bud. Uh, how many more Brazilians does the team need in order to satisfy Jay? <laughs> I <think> that's an, <laughs> uh, infinite.
1: When we have one more Brazilian, when Inter Miami the- <laughs> turns
2: into Brazil, then we'll be good.
1: When we have and one we more replace. Brazilian on our roster than the Brazilian national team, I will be satisfied.
0: And then Chris Henderson gets Brazilian nationality and citizenship and then Jay's like, "I'm good." Yes.
2: No. Yes. Bring them all on. All right, and the last question of this week's fan questions and be sure to add them on the Discord. That is where you're going to do that. If you, if your favorite team didn't exist, which is Inter Miami, Hopefully. <laughs> Which MLS club would you support? I'm going to flip it on you first. I would say LAFC. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So from Southern California, pretty good club. I would say LAFC. Ben. That's gross. I don't, I don't want to talk to you after this.
0: Um, I would have to say DC United uh, because Rooney was here. Uh, those were the, mm. that was the closest team for me to be able to see and nicer park cheap uh you know cheap tickets better than philly union so definitely have to go dc
1: fair fair i'm going to orlando city <laughs> get out
2: <laughs> no man Mickey i'm gonna Mouse be a member FC. of the
1: portland timbers army and i'm gonna saw that damn log off
2: probably cut my foot off of that chainsaw you would whack off a limb i would 100 in season one there'd be no question i know
1: i like their passion i like the environment i think the stadium's gorgeous uh, yeah, I would, I would probably have to rock with uh, with Portland. But these are hypothetical questions. We're sticking with Miami until we die. I've already got it tattooed on my right butt cheek.
0: Well, and they're going to have a better pink kit than we are when it's all said and done, because that, yeah. that one they're getting looks fire.
1: Yeah, the rose, that's going to be embarrassing. That really is going to be embarrassing when they come out with a and, much hotter pink kit.
0: And then even D.C. United is getting that cherry blossom kit next season. That's going to look even better than what we got, too. I hate to say it, but yeah. sorry. It's going to be brutal out here,
1: but... But it's all right, man. We're gonna we're gonna take it in stride. If you're upset about the jersey, bro, just wait in a couple more days. That heat is dropping. That Intermommy podcast jersey, baby. Putting a lot of work into it. I think you guys are gonna love it. Anyway, thank you for tuning in to the Inter Miami Podcast from Jay Kington alongside Alex Papa George and Dan Harrington. Check us out on social media if you don't already. We're on Twitter at InterMIA Podcast on instagram at inter miami podcast don't forget to send us a message ask for that discord channel as we end every single episode vamos miami vamos miami vamos miami